Welcome to the family with Andy Brant Bernard and Thomas. No question. Uh, Catherine's not going to be here today. She's got a doctor's appointment. Uh, Michael Bryant's not going to be here today because he's in court. Alex should be here in probably about another 10 minutes. She's always late. Mm-hmm. So it all starts. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of interesting, Andy. I was looking at the, the news this morning. There's not a whole hell of a lot in the news this morning. Have you looked at the news at all this morning? Well, they say no news is good news. Well, believe me, there's no news. So I don't know if that's good news or not, but it, there, there's nothing. It's just, you know, talking about the election and the election's still a year and a half away and this, that, and the other. Stock market's up. I can report that. It's up for a 0.48%. Uh, so it was up 0.79%. So it's been it's down a little bit from where it was about 15 minutes ago. But I don't know. It's just... There's not, it's just, we're getting to that point now, and that's the one thing about elections coming up and being right around the corner, that uh, the closer we get to the election, the more it's going to be about getting, uh, trying to steer you toward their guy. Yes, it is. That's what it all, it's just, the other guy's horrible. Like, there's a lot of, a lot of, the other guy's horrible this morning. There's a lot of that in the national press. So I don't know what that's all about, but I just... Well, I have like, some very local news, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. On my way here, I saw someone get rear-ended by a semi. Holy God, where? <laughs> On 394, just before uh, the exit. Really? Mm-hmm. Just uh, uh, Oh, my God. So how fast were they going? It appeared to me that the guy was stopped on the freeway. Which, the guy in the car. Yeah. You should not do. No, you never want to stop any on the freeway. So, I mean, maybe he was just going really slow. He had his flashers on, but still, stopped on a freeway. A semi coming around a curve or over a hill, they're not going to be able to stop. They're going to hit you. So it wasn't that bad of a hit. Oh, it wasn't good. <clears throat> the car looked like it was honestly fine, surprisingly. It was like a bigger SUV, so, yeah. And then the guy, so they're stopped on the highway, which would suggest cannot move. But then after the collision, the guy pulls over to the side of the road. So why didn't you do that in the first place? Well, yeah, why didn't he do it? So he literally stopped right in the lane of traffic? Yeah, that's how it looked to me. Why would you do that? stopped or slowed down to a crawl. Yeah, that makes no sense. I, why the hell would you do something like that? It makes no sense at all. That's a great question. You're going to stop right there on a the freeway. Yep. Yeah, I look over and I'm like, hmm, yeah. that looks like that truck's about to, and then Boom. Yeah, I I don't see the wisdom in that one at all. I, I just, yeah, I it, it, don't stop in the middle of a freeway. There's no question about it. Oh, and I think, uh, I think Jason in the chat just linked to the uh, the hit. Oh, he's got it really. Is this? <laughs> he's got tab, just in case. That's he's not got what the it was. hit. Play video. Yeah, they got like traffic cameras all over the place. I can't tell. Doesn't. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yep, 394 eastbound at 494. There it is. So, hey, people are aware of it. So nobody got killed or hurt or any of that good stuff? No, like I said, the car looked, despite getting slammed into by a giant truck, the car looked actually pretty good. God, I just probably got some whiplash though. But I don't understand what. Why would you even think of stopping in a place like that? Who knows? Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. No, no question. It does. It, it, this is interesting. Dairy is in. Pickles are out. Our definitive rankings of the state fair's new foods. 
Now, you don't go to the state fair, do you, Andy? No, we're not really state fair. We're county fair people. We went to the McLeod County Fair and we went to the Carver County Fair. Those well, you, were fun. Yeah, but you go, you got that parade and you got all the good stuff right there in your neighborhood. What do you need with this other stuff? Yeah, exactly. No, no I agree with you. I think it's terrific. I, I think we just finished off the candy from, uh, what was that, about a month ago that the, the parade was? Uh, yeah, that's probably about right. We just finished it off. It was that candy that, here's the deal you line up at the Watertown Fair. And every float that goes by, every truck that goes by, everything that goes by, they throw candy out on the street for the kids. Yep. And how many pounds do you think? Because. Well, last year they got five pounds, I think they said. And this year, I believe, it looked to me like they got quite a bit more. I just, I don't really understand. I mean, it's great. It's good, really good candy. Well, most of it's really good candy. Some of it I haven't tried, but most of it's really good. So, I mean, that's a nice plus, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know. Would you add that to your cemetery? I don't even know what the hell that headline means. I just clicked on the headline. I don't know what that headline means, but I, I don't think... own a cemetery. Uh, well, exactly. Would you add that to your cemetery? Dakota activists work to preserve sacred burial grounds or burial mounds, excuse me, in St. Paul. Where would that be? Um, looks, looks like it's a Native American deal. Uh, when Crystal Norcross joined the Greater Eastside Community Council more than a decade ago, she was handed a f- uh, flyer that noted St. Paul had raised money to install a splash pad at Indian Mounds Regional Park. Norcross, a member of the Sisseton Wapiton, Dakota, raised uh, concerns to the uh, council about the new park installments on her ancestors' burial land. I asked, would you add that to your cemetery? You act respectful to cemeteries. Uh, so can our ancestors get that respect, she said. Norcross question jump started a 10-year effort to better preserve the historic and sacred grounds in partnership with the city. So are there still people buried there or were they moved? That is a good question. There I are six burial mounds. Because I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't want somebody burying a, I mean, building a splash pad over my grandmother's grave. No. But they wouldn't be, I, I, they wouldn't do something like that, bury, put a splash pad over a bunch of graves. They, were they serious about that? It's hard to tell. The thing about burial mounds mm-hmm. is that this has been a thing before where someone like buys land with, supposed burial mounds on yeah. it. Yeah. And then so they're not allowed to do anything with that land. But then they actually look in the mounds and there's nothing in there. So oftentimes these burial mounds aren't burial mounds at all. They're just hills. Oh, they're just hills. So yep, that people have assumed are burial mounds for generations and they don't actually know. Well, I would assume they would check that before they did anything with these burial mounds, don't you think? You would think think um but it looks like in this particular park uh there are at least some remains in there yes well there are yeah there's a well, you don't want to build a splash pad over that that makes no sense yeah there's like coffins and stuff ancient coffins made of stone oh really yeah looks like it i can't believe that anybody <clears throat> came forward and said hey we should put a splash pad in there well, I mean, are they going to put it on top of a grave, or are they going to put it, like, you know, a mile away? Well, How a mile away would be park? different. Well, that's, that's true. Thing. You don't know. Yeah, you still wanted to put it. Uh, in addition to the Dakota tribes in Minnesota, the burial mounds, also known as Imnizaska, or White Cliffs, 
where a sacred place of burial for the Ho-Chunk Nation uh, of Wisconsin and the Iowa tribe of Kansas and Nebraska. Um, when uh, the treaty in 1837 was signed, the Dakota resided on the east side of the river. They were forced, uh, forcibly removed, and the mounds became city developments. Dakota elder Strong Buffalo has been advocating for Native American, Native American rights in St. Paul for decades. Recently, he's been educating people about the significance of the mounds through Oyate Hotanin. So I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out and see if we can get them on a show or something because mm. I don't understand. There is no way they would build a splash pad over grave sites. No, Minnesota of all places. Yeah, I be. don't see. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We have our guests on the phone. They're ready to go. Oh. Well, apparently we don't have our guests on the phone. What the hell? What happened? Somebody's there. Are you there? Hello. We are. Oh. Well, you are The there. phone says the line's dead. Well, good thing it's wrong. Uh, Diallo Riddle and Blake Luxury Robin, how are you? How's everything going? Hey, we're good, man. We're good. We're just ghosting on telephone line. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what it sounded like at first, but I, I love the fact that, uh, hey, by the way, I got to mention, Blake, that uh, I are also use the name Luxury, but I use three X's. Oh, <laughs> that's smart. I, w- I wish I had thought of that excellent little bonus there. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pro- you probably never hear that one, do you, Blake? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a common question. Why two X's? Why not one? Why not three? And you know what? As long as you get people talking and ask good questions, you're winning. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There are two X's because you asked me why there are two X's. That's why there are two X's, right? <laughs> there you go. 
Exactly. Works for me. Uh, the new music deep dive series, one song from Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud uh, Network and Sirius XM. I just want to show up and hear all about this. What's going on, Diallo and Blake? <laughs> well, basically, uh, Blake and I met during the pandemic. He was shooting these hilarious videos on TikTok. Uh, you know, they were hilarious. They were also informative. They were just breaking down individual songs. And separately, I had run across some people from Kevin Hart's organization. I was like, hey, you know, if we're going to do a podcast, I'd love to do it with this guy. He has so much music knowledge. As you know, I DJ. I have a lot of music knowledge. And we'll get on the phone and just talk for hours because everybody's at home and nobody's doing anything. So we became friends during the pandemic. After the pandemic was over, it took a little bit of time for everybody to get there ducks lined up but then we got to do this show called one song which is a podcast where every episode we break down one song that's it just one song so mm -hmm. it might be superstition by stevie wonder it might be rehab by amy winehouse but every episode we just tackle one song we tell you how it was made the people who were involved the music that influenced it and the music it influenced it's the whole caboose. god i was just looking down oh. the oh go ahead sorry no, I was just going to say, and one sort of unique component of the show is that what I've been collecting for years are these what are called multi-track stems, which are the like the component parts of these famous songs. So when we say that we're doing a show about Amy Winehouse Rehab or New Order Blue Monday, we're not just playing the song as you know it, which you've maybe heard so many times that you don't even need to hear it again. We're, we've got the isolated drums and the isolated bass and vocals, and we walk you through yep. each of those component parts. You've never heard these elements and you'll never hear the full song the same way again after we talk you through it well see, that's a that's good news i think that's good news for people that might maybe learn something right yeah, we hope exactly. so and we hope we hope the audience is learning exactly yeah. <laughs> now do you guys do you guys uh, play you sing you do it all yeah absolutely uh, i mean I'm um go ahead i was gonna say i'm, I'm I am a pretty much full-time musician now and uh, been that way for quite some time since I moved to L.A. more than a decade ago. So I'm a songwriter and producer and, and DJ, and collectively, Diallo and I are both DJs together. We also have made music together because Diallo has um, a show which is about music that is on television, which yeah. we'll be able to tell you a little more about. I, I, I sort of got my start when I was working on one of the uh, late night shows. I think I can say which late night because I'm not there anymore. I, I was a writer on Jimmy Fallon for years. Okay. Uh, I, I started writing a lot of his songs like Slow Jam the News and uh, History of Rap with uh, Justin Timberlake. And then over time, like we started writing original songs with him and the Roots. And, and it was a lot of fun. Basically, I'm a comedian who's a frustrated musician. So like so many, I'm just yeah. always looking for excuse to make a song. Well, that makes sense. Um, Blake, I'm a frustrated musician who just wants people to laugh at him. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good idea, Blake. And that's luxury I'm here to tell you. You probably don't want them laughing at you while you're trying to play something because that's not a good sign. <laughs> right? Well, here's the thing. Any kind of attention is good. So just as long as true. people are laughing, listening, I'm happy. <laughs> no, that's very true. You're, well, you're absolutely right about that. Now, I, I have to say one thing, uh, Blake, that uh, you and I – my son Andy is the engineer on the show here. He's on, on the show with me. But, Blake, uh, you, Andy, and I are going to have to step aside and get, kind of tip our cap because uh, of this line. Diallo was born and raised in Atlanta and later graduated from Harvard University. Ooh. It's true. He's a pretty fancy man. He's a fancy guy. And the last. 
<laughs> I am not fancy. <laughs> You're not fancy at all. But he's a very bright gentleman, and we enjoy making each other laugh. We enjoy talking about music. We enjoy just hanging out as friends. He's yeah, I, I will cool, say. Pretty cool combo. Yep. Well, one of the things I like the most about our podcast is that even after you've listened to, you know, the Notorious B.I.G. or Freddie Mercury's isolated vocals at the end of the day, there's a real friendship there. And we just enjoy hanging out, talking about music. It's, it's one of those things that really brings people together. And I think that's one of the most you know wonderful things about the show is that, you know, you got one guy from San Francisco and you got another guy from Atlanta, uh, very different upbringings. And yet when it comes to music, it's so much fun. And music really does bring people together across generations, mm-hmm. cultures, the whole thing. It also tears them apart, Diallo and Blake, because I'm a guy, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm still pissed off to this day, and I always will be. What I got, happened? I got nothing against any form of music whatsoever except for one thing. When rap, when rap came along, it totally displaced rhythm and blues. Where's my rhythm and blues, uh, Diallo man, and Blake? There. No, it's not. It's still there. It's Listen. It's absolutely there. It's absolutely there. <laughs> like where? Where is it? I got to uh, hear where it is. Well, where, I mean, like, look, is, is, yeah. Screaming Jay Hawkins. Screaming Jay Hawkins is the song that uh, Biggie sampled for uh, uh, Kicking the Door. Yeah. That's gonna... I put a spell on you. You know, that's right there in the song. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, and the reason I bring this up, Diallo and Blake, is, and, and this is an absolute fact, uh, back mm-hmm. when I was about 15 years old, maybe 16 years old, two people, yeah. I was a very depressed young teenage boy, I didn't know where I was going in the world, grew up in a very, very bad, very dangerous neighborhood, and I didn't know where I was yeah. going, I'm like, my God, what am I going to do? Two men saved me. And those two men oh. would be, on the humor side, Richard Pryor, and on the music side... Wow. Who do you think saved me on a Marvin Gaye? That's who. We need more Marvin Gaye's in the world. There is, let me tell you, there is something to be said about Marvin Gaye's output, especially from, like, what's going on. Yep. And, uh, you know, like, his, his albums in the 70s, man, they're, they're outstanding. And I still play them, you know, for family members when, when, I get a, when I get a host of people coming over, you know, the house just to hang out. There, there's something really special on those albums. And, yes. you know, every, just the fact that there's so many live drummers and live organ players. Like, there's so many live living musicians on those things. The, the music really, I, I love Mark. He's, he's top three for me. Well, I'm telling you flat out, you could tell just listening to him sing that he actually did care about what he was singing about. Mm. Mm. I, I, I can't agree Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Good, I'm glad. I can't agree more. Well, that's very In fact, nice. Hear My Dear is like a pretty forgotten... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's called Hear My Dear because it was part of his divorce settlement. <laughs> but it's definitely an album worth going back and investigating if, 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 if your listeners haven't heard that before or recently. It's, Hear My Dear would be my, uh, you know, Diallo pick of the morning. Uh, another thing I had in common with Marvin Gaye, and then I'll move on and get out of your way, but I had to make that point that... That, that, that situation was there. But Marvin and I had another thing in common. My father and I never got along, but at least he didn't shoot and kill me like Marvin's did. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. That's true. I'm just telling you, man. My one guy that I absolutely adore and his own father, who, by the way, was a minister, mm. shot and killed him. I'm like, yes. what? 
Well, you know, they had a complicated relationship. Yes. You know, yes. Marvin apparently was like, you know, high on something and, and wearing his mother's dress and his father had enough. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those sad, sad. I think that's the scene they were kind of trying to reproduce in Spike Lee's uh, Jungle Fever with Sam Jackson playing, uh, yeah. you know, the drug-addled son. That was sort of, you know, his take on the whole Marvin Gaye. I will say the Night Shift uh, is one of my favorite songs, and that song is obviously about Jackie Wilson right. and Marvin Gaye, and that's another yep. great R&B song from the early 80s that uh, people should check out if they haven't. We are talking to Diallo Riddle and Blake Luxury Robin, uh, promoting their new music deep dive series, one song from Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Network and Sirius XM, as a matter of fact. I think it's a great idea. Look, we need to focus on music. Music, and I'm not kidding you, music and comedy saved my life when I was a teenager. I am not kidding. Mm. It's very true. I, I, I believe it. I, I, yeah, I agree. Lettry has, has a story kind of like that, too. Oh, you do? Music saving my... Oh, you, you have to prompt me a little more. Which is, this, which is the music and well, comedy? Well, I remember you saying that like when you were in the seventh grade, I don't want to step all over the story, um, but you mentioned it on the podcast about, like, you know... You were coming up in school, and it was the seventh grade, and you were looking for an identity, and you brought up a certain song. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, as an only child, and I was going to school, you know, part of what was so magical to me about music was, especially coming out of England at the time, this being in the 80s, I remember just going to the store and buying those British music magazines. At the time, they were uh, NME and, and Sounds and uh, and. Melody Maker, and I would just find out about these bands from England, and I just felt such a connection to them, and it just kind of helped. That, that was kind of my group, my peer group before I had friends, was all of these, like, like the Pet Shop Boys and New Yorker were like my friends in mm -hmm. my mind before I actually, mm -hmm. you know, had friends in real life in seventh grade when I was the new kid. So music was kind of like, an, like, a, like siblings for me. They were kind of like older, you know, teaching me about the ways of the world and kind of letting me know that there was more out there. So I definitely think music saved my life, you know, definitely yep. gave me a, a sense of something to hold on to when things weren't that great at that period for me. See, that's wonderful to hear. That's what music is for. And I'm very serious about that. Music is, is there to literally clean out people's brains from all the tough stuff about life, mm. make them feel a lot better. Yeah. So you nailed it. I mean, about one song on each episode of one song, Friends, Diallo Riddle and Blake Luxury Robin hilariously break down one song from the pop music canon that you know or need to know, but have never heard quite like this. How did you come up with this idea? It's a great idea, actually. Uh, honestly, it just well, came from our conversations on the phone. You know, I would call him with, like, a quick question. I, I want to talk to him just about just about the baseline on, like, you know, a New Order song or something like that. Or maybe it was about, like, how the song Tainted Love uh, by Soft Cell came about. <laughs> like, I'd have one question for him. And then Blake and I would proceed to talk for like 60 minutes. <laughs> you know, like we were just, you know, bare, our, our family's getting ignored. We were just <laughs> literally on the phone for an hour. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't want I, I exactly. to. Exactly. There's a lot of free time. I want to introduce this next part and I want to hear <laughs> you guys talk there's, about it. There's a lot of free time back then. No, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I want to go down your initial slate of songs, but I want to hand it off to you guys to do that. The initial slate of songs includes mm -hmm. what? Well, so far, oh, man. if you're just tuning in, and if you yeah. are just tuning in, just go, you can go straight to Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, Apple, and you can see we've got six shows that have already aired, and those are Amy Winehouse's Rehab, New Order Blue Monday, we got Mo Money, More Problems by Notorious B.I.G. Uh, we did a live <laughs> show in Vegas for Kevin Hart's Heartbeat Weekend where we talked about the Smith 
as soon as now. By the way, remember, these are all one hour each on just the one song. These are all deep dives. Uh, we did Uptown Funk, and then just this past week, we had kind of a what we call a format breaker, where we just kind of went a little deeper into each other's personal connections to, to three songs each. Um, but the new episode airs Wednesday on uh, Sirius XM Channel 96. That's LOL Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. And, and that's true of every Wednesday. You'll get the brand-new episode first on Sirius XM on Channel 96. Yeah. And then it's always free as a podcast the next day. Yeah, this this weekend, we, this week we have, uh, this Wednesday we have uh, the Beatles. We're going to break down Come Together, uh, which is an epic track and has so many stories to tell. I mean, like, what can be said that hasn't already been said about the Beatles? Well, guess what? We're going to try and say something new. We're going to try and say something that hasn't been said and play something that hasn't been played before, talking about individual tracks, individual drums and bass lines. We're going to talk about Ringo Starr. We're going to talk about uh, the relationship the song has with Chuck Berry. It was Chuck Berry, right, Luxury? Yeah, Chuck Berry, yep. Yeah. There's so we're going to talk behind, about that. The origin of the song. There's a story behind the origin of the song. And, um, you know, John Lennon had, uh, shall we say, a very strong inspiration for his both lyrical and melodic, uh, you know, the opening, the famous opening line wasn't necessarily just out of his subconscious where he where he derived uh, those notes and those words. So we'll Here talk come a little old bit flat about top. that. We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk a little bit about the consequences. And, um, and yeah, I mean, part of the fun. Honestly, I just got listening to the rough cut yesterday because one of the pleasures of doing the show is like you do it and then you a little bit forget about it and then when you listen back, it's kind of like, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm enjoying this as an objective listener. So I was <laughs> laughing my ass off at, at our own show yesterday. I had a huge smile on my face for the Come Together episode that's coming out. Again, this Wednesday it'll drop on Sirius XM 96 at, at 3 Pacific time. And then podcast, everyone can have it for free the very next day on Thursday. Every week we do the same thing. So th- this episode I'm really stoked for, too. Big grin on my face as I was listening to it. I think you will, too. This is how it should be. Matter of fact, my uh, Andy's sister, my daughter, just got here with her two children, my grandchildren. Uh, Alex Diallo uh, Riddle and Blake Luxury Robin here to talk about about one song each episode of one song. Uh, friends Diallo and Blake hilariously break down one song from the pop music canon that you know or need to know. Do you, Alex? Do you have w- one favorite song? Uh, no, that's impossible. No, there's no what? way. Just no <laughs> way, Andy. You know, say I look like a fool now. I Thank you. That, Alex. That's a hard. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, fatherhood is hard, man. Fatherhood <laughs> is hard. <laughs> That's a very good like, point. Just name a song. <laughs> Pick <laughs> one of all the songs. Yeah, of all Choose ten million one. songs. <laughs> Impossible. I suppose. I guess that's probably right. I, I, I don't know. I just one thing I will tell you in in the era in which I grew up, um, singers were really, really unbelievable. I mean, whether. What they had just previously, mm. like the, the Patsy Klein's, well, she was already dead. But you go back and listen to Patsy Klein and country music. And I'm not a big country music yeah. fan because uh, I grew up in the city, you know. But you yeah. listen to that woman singing, it's like that human voice oh. used that way just amazes me. It's wonderful. Because mm-hmm. these people toured all year. You know, yep. they were on tour, yep. they were doing, you know, 300 shows. <laughs> so when they got in the studio, they were. They were practiced, their muscle was warm, and they were basically just doing what they had just been doing, you know, the previous night, probably at one in the morning. So it was nothing to them to just go in and, and record it three times, you know. And, and 
I think there's something to be said about that as opposed to nowadays where sometimes people get pushed out there into the spotlight before they're really ready. God, I've been saying, you know, one thing talking to both of you, Diallo and Blake, uh, I'm looking back on how fortunate I've been in my life because I, uh, I started out as a, a, a radio disc jockey on AM radio when I was 18 years old. And then I got into voiceover and did all that. And then I went to work for Capitol Records uh, and traveled with, matter of fact, uh, no bands, way. Yeah, I, I worked for Capitol Records for a long, long time, traveling with, uh, well, Duran Duran's coming to the Minnesota State Fair, which is a huge state fair here. What? Yeah, Duran Duran's coming to yeah, town. Duran Duran? Oh, yeah, I took the, I was the first, the first uh, American they ever met. It was wonderful. <laughs> this wow. is insane. That's incredible. You want to hear this a great so story? Cool. I want, what's your favorite Duran Duran song? Yeah, what's your favorite? Duran I got to tell you one story before I tell. Well, my favorite song by them, I don't really have a favorite. I love those guys. They were very, well, first of all, none of the three Taylors ever talked. None of them. John didn't talk. <laughs> Andy didn't talk. Uh, but wow. you had Nick Rhodes, uh, you know, uh, the, the two lead guys were yeah, terrific. Nick's a talker, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nick's a talker. And I'll give you an example of what kind of talker he is. He comes to town. This is 40 years ago, and I'm not kidding. It's 40 years ago, I think, or 38 years ago, long, long time ago. He comes to town. He goes, Tom, Tom, I'll ask you a question. It's my first time in America. I want to go to Burger King. I said, what? He goes, Tom, take me to Burger King. And I said, you sure you want to go to Burger King? I got nothing against Burger King, but the first thing you want to eat in America is a Burger King hamburger. He goes, I, I want a Whopper. I'd like a Whopper. I said, okay, well, we'll go get you a Whopper. <laughs> I, I take him over to the Burger King. We, we sit down. He opens the wrapper, the paper wrapper. He takes one bite of his Whopper. He looks at me and says, Tom, I want some proper food. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that might have been a letdown. Poor Nick. <laughs> Poor Nick. Nick. Seems, Nick's a very sophisticated gentleman. The, the waffle was not up to his standards. I, I can understand. <laughs> That's exactly what it That's was, funny. too. He wanted, he wanted to, oh, I tell you. No, traveling with those guys, you know, I had so many, just being in the record business, working for Capitol Records back in those days, and, and again, this was, again, the mid-'70s till about 82, something like that, 81. I worked for Capitol Records and then got back wow, into radio. Did you business. go to the Capitol Records building on Vine here in Los Angeles? I will tell you something, and I'm not joking. That just came up. I uh, I do a morning show as well as this show, and mm -hmm. and it just came up this morning that um, the first time I walked into the Capitol Records building, I was about I think 24, 25 years old, something like that. Mm. So I was very, very young. And I walk in, and I'm standing on the eighth floor, which uh, at the time was the, the head of uh, promotions office. And I'm looking out the window, yeah. and I'm going, what the hell am I doing in the Capitol Records Tower? I went downstairs. <laughs> you know, that, that studio is still on the first floor where Frank Sinatra and oh, Dean I think Martin. it still is. It's still there. I was there, like, only about maybe four or five years ago. They still have, that, they still have the studios on the first uh, isn't that amazing just to look at the microphones that those legendary singers sang in that yes. studio? They didn't change yep. anything about that studio, by the way. It's still the way it always has been. Looks, it's, it's wonderful, and it's got a gold hue going on. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It's, it's really special. Yeah, that was Frank Sinatra's <laughs> idea, the gold microphone. He loved the gold microphone. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> it's absolutely. Oh, man, that's super cool. God, we got to talk. You never told us your favorite Duran Duran song. 
Uh, <laughs> I, you know, there's so many great. Hungry Like the Wolf is a great song. Yeah, no that's a great one. It yeah. is a great song. That's the one that broke them here, I feel like. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. signature. I was like, that yeah. video. Not so Girls on Film? Iconic. I thought Girls on Love Film was their big hit. Well, how about the video? Remember the original Girls video on, on MTV? No, my parents wouldn't let me. Yeah. No, heck no, my parents wouldn't <laughs> let me watch it. <laughs> they wouldn't let you do it? They, they heard the words mud wrestling and pillow fights, and they got out. <laughs> <laughs> Not on our one. That was me before the movies came on screen, yeah. I understand, <laughs> I understand that opinion completely. That makes complete sense to me. Uh, you got, do you guys ever go on the road? Uh, there's there's, there's plans of it. Yeah, we did our show in Vegas, but I think that, like, look, as, as the show takes off, there, you know, like all like any good podcast, there'll, there'll definitely be talk of more live shows. And we actually, you know... We're actually talking about maybe bringing in a live audience here in L.A., so if any of your listeners are ever in Los Angeles and want to come see us live, then, you know, I would just say stay tuned to the podcast because we'll probably have that information ready to go at some point. Well, we got to have you come to Minneapolis-St. Paul and come into the studio because the three of yeah. us could talk for hours and hours about music. Oh, I've been heck a, yeah. I started in a band when we'll I was 11 years old. We'll everything from Prince to Semi-Sonic. We'll, we'll go oh, deep God. into the city. <laughs> no, I understand. Prince, God, you know what, I... You want to? I, I can give you my entire conversation that I had throughout uh, throughout my life with Prince. You want to hear the entire conversation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> it's not even that much. I walked past him. I said, "Hey, Prince, how you doing?" He goes, "Hi." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> well, you had exactly one word more from the from him than I had. So I'm, I'm still jealous. Still jealous. <laughs> Oh, it was, that was that's an amazing. You know, those stories are so great to look at. How the how you know how Duran Duran broke, how Prince broke, how all these people. Do you guys spend any time talking about how it is? Does anybody ever ask you how can I break into music and become what I want to be? Does they ever ask you that question? Luxury. Do you, do you, have, have people come up to you and ask you that? I do get that question a lot, and the answer is always complicated and yet simple. The answer is there is no single way. And by the other part of my answer is very personal. It's like make sure that you're doing what you want to do and not what you think you should do. Because I think a lot of people get stuck in, and this is true in life in general anyway, they think that the answer is, well, I'll make a lot of money if I do this safe thing, and it ends up being something they're not terribly passionate about. Right. That's not as satisfying as doing the thing you're passionate about and may or may not be lucrative. And may or may not, in my case, I didn't really get a lot of traction for the first five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine years. Um, but I'm glad I was fortunate enough to have a family system where I was able to, to do that and sort of suffer, as it were, yeah. to get to a point where I'm able to do what I love every day. So I know it's not easy, maybe easier said than done, but the fact is if you're able to kind of hold out and um, continue, especially in music, to be doing an aspect of music that is gratifying as opposed to one that you think will be a survival mechanism purely and not necessarily make you happy. Uh, lean into <laughs> what makes you happy and satisfied if it's possible, if it's available to you. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. Well, one thing, just talking to you yeah. guys today uh, about uh, all the things we've talked about, now because of you and it's your fault, Diallo, and Luxury, both your faults, uh, even though it's New Order, my entire day I'm going to have Blue Monday by Fats Domino in my head and it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> That, we, the worst things have happened, too. my Blue, friend. We do refer to that, too, Blue Monday being in the pantheon of songs where the title is, is not something they ever say in the song. Yeah. It's not a lyric that's ever. <laughs> right. 
right up there with How Soon Is Now. And, and what was the third one, y'all, we were just talking about the other day? Oh, God. Um, um, I'm, I'm blanking now. I, I can't quite remember. Oh, Nirvana. Smells Like oh, Teen smell, Spirit. You never like, sing that. Oh, yeah. Smells Like, like You Never Sing that in the song. Like or Spirit in that song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> None of those words are used. Unlike, None of those words. None of those words are used. <laughs> oh, happen. You guys got to come to town. There's no question about it. Get on an airplane. Get to town. We'll have you in studio have, on the morning show. Have you on this show as well. Those are my grandkids arguing in the background. If you can yeah. hear those little tiny voices. <laughs> I can argue. That's so great. Diallo and Luxury don't mind. See, they're arguing. So. All right, fellas. Well, and uh, seriously, come back more. But you got something going. Please do reach out. We'd love to have you on the show. I, it makes me so happy to talk about what has made me happy. Like I said, my whole life since I was 15 years old is based on music and comedy. And you guys just brought, mm. me, a, brought, me, brought me a great morning, and I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, man. I, it's mutual. It's been fun being here. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, fellas, all right? You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Diallo Riddle and Luxury. Blake, Luxury, Robert. Oh, they've they're got a battle going. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Mom confiscated the toy. Oh, now he's no going to start crying. <laughs> That's so great. Those guys were great, Andy, didn't you think? Yeah. I thought they were terrific guests. But, you know, when you talk about music, uh, do you have any favorite artists? Like I, like I said, I mentioned Marvin Gaye was one of my all-time favorites. Do you have something like that, Andy? Not particularly, no. I mean, like, I've got nostalgic artists, sure, but no one who's like, you know, they changed my life or anything like that. Yeah, I mean... I think when you're talking about changing your life, they did change my life in that it didn't get worse after hearing them, you know, deliver great jokes, Richard Pryor, Mm -hmm. brilliant comedian, and the lovely lyrics and a wonderful voice that Marvin Gaye had. He's a very nice man on top of it. And I always remember the story. He was on stage once. We're sitting in the front row, and he's on stage, and I look up, and here's marvelous Marvin Gaye, one of the greatest singers, one of the most talented songwriters and singers of all times and he's got a hole in his right sock Mm. (laughs) i'm like what the hell what's that all about right what do you think alex i don't i don't think i'm too tired why are you tired i just i've been squeezing every last second of summer out <laughs> we've been very very busy so you and didn't I've been, go to bed last like, night no i did i've been sleeping really really well but just very busy during all the days because they go back to school in eight days eight days already yeah so i'm just Man. like every minute is 
packed full and I we were just at a plant store before this because I have to repot a plant of mine and I could not think of words. Could but you see, yawn, I'm yawning. Though? I don't why know. Why are you yawning? I don't know. I have been sleeping great. I don't know why I'm so tired. I mean, I do because we've just been very busy and that's fine. Oh, I just got your text message. We'll be a little late. I brought the kids to a plant nursery, and it took 13 times longer than it should have. No, not you two kids. I told them that they could each pick out something small. Yes. And it took a very long time for them to decide. And Fawn chose a tiny, probably about the size of my fist. It's a skull pot with succulents in it. What? $35. For it? Yeah. What's it made out of? The skull material? The skull, <laughs> the skull material? Bone. Uh, it's, uh, see, can't think of clay. words. Yes, clay. There you go. It's a clay, clay. skull a, pot, clay. and huh. it has two little succulents in it, and it was $35. Yeah, plant nurseries are always expensive and sage And Sage got a tiny succulent thing that was $22. Mm-hmm. Really? And I was like, oh, you can each pick something small, thinking, you know, yeah. maybe 15 bucks max. No. Nope, not how it works. And then I was just like, whatever. We have to get out of here. Because it took so long for them to oh, decide yeah, on everything. Okay, children, I will be needing to take away. They're battling. I'm gonna, I'll, I, I'll be right okay. back. Come here. Oh, just come Andy. here. Now Dad's leaving. Good. Bop Bop left. Who wants to take over Bop Bop's mic? Mm. Sage is going to do it. Yes, he is. That big mic right there. Yep. You can sit in the chair and you can talk. Fawn, we can turn your mic on if you want. Yes. You want to turn the mic on? There we I, go. Oh, there you go. It's on. Mic's on. Let's talk into it. Hi, Fawn. Can't think of anything to say. Hello. <laughs> Here, doing with these headphones, you can hear yourself on the microphone. Yes. And me. This is, and Andy. Yeah, you can hear Uncle yeah, they, Andy. they can't hear me. He can't hear, they can't hear him. No. Nope. Sage, do you need, put on Bob Bob's headphones. It might be a bit loud for you. They probably are going to be your loud. your undamaged ears. Is that loud, Sage, or is it okay? Uh, too loud. Yeah. Too loud? <laughs> too I loud. figured. Probably. A pipe cleaner is wrapped around my neck. Yes, it is. You have a pipe cleaner necklace. Yes. Is it tight? Mm. Looks uncomfortable. I've always hated, like, tight Me too. stuff I around, can't like, stand turtlenecks and neck. chokers and I stuff. I'm like... Yep. We get that from Mom. Oh, I yeah? have a choker. You, I have a choker. You have a few chokers. Nana bought you a five-pack or something. I only have one. Well, because you lost the other ones. <laughs> so, fun. What? Second grade. How you feeling? Excited. You're excited? Yeah. Why are you excited? Because I get to see Addie. <gasps> her good friend Addie. She has two friends, Addie and Zachary. 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 Zachary's in her class. Yeah. Sage. Can, it's just the one. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's Lucas. I'm going into kindergarten. You sure are. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about it? Good. Good. Full days of school. Uh huh. Can you even handle it? Yeah. Sage, the oh. hot lunch is so good. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, going to yeah. have hot lunch every Wednesday. I let them have hot lunch on Wednesdays. What? what? Actually, no. The second week of school, you're having it on yeah. Tuesday, I think, because the Wednesday one sounded weird. Why? What was it? I don't remember. I just remember being like, I don't 
Tell me right now. I don't remember. Fish Tell bones. Me. Just a plate of yeah. fish bones. Yeah. Yeah. Would you want that? Mm. Are you a cat? Yes. You are, you are a cat. Kitties would eat it. I always say that Fawn's my cat and Sage is my golden retriever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's coming back. He's returning. Sage has a... Sage is a golden retriever. Sage, say you've been usurped. <laughs> or not. Sage has you been usurped. Or just giggle. <laughs> Sage, if you want to have a microphone, you can have one. You can sit here. Yes. You want to have the what? The screen. You can't really do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's good, good, but it would be. Oh no, she's whistling not good radio. her microphone. What are you doing? Cut <laughs> that out, you pill. Just know that she can whistle. Oh, she can whistle. Out. She can snap. Wow. She can. Ethan tries to snap. He doesn't do a good job of it. Okay, that'll be good with the whistling. I do want to interview the two of you, though. Oh dear. Interview. I want to do an interview with Fawn and Sage. Oh dear. I want your take on. You got it. Oh, well, hang on. Well, if you Everybody. put him in StreamYard, I can just not turn his video on. You can just see it. Wait, where's the mic? Perfect. Where's the, <clears throat> where's the what? Oh, they're on. Bop Bop can hand them to you. Yeah, there's a pair of the, yeah, to the left. There you go. We'll get them for you. There you go. No, wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> He's leaving. Why is he leaving? I don't know. Why is there a, a traffic jam? Give him a chair. He has a chair. There's right a chair traffic jam. Chair traffic jam. Oh, he wants to be on this mic. Oh, you want to be on this oh, mic. okay. So I you can, can forget that. about doing that. Got it. Here are some well, headphones. I'll just... Oh, yeah, because the here camera points the wrong way. Here you go. Okay. This is how we get along with children here. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. All right, so I want to talk to you, the two of you, about this. Now, yesterday... we. That's not the right computer. No, listen to Bop-Bop. Right Just close that and listen to Bop-Bop and talk into the microphone. Yeah, you have to talk into the microphone, though. Oh, now he's moving again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, the show's on. We only got about 11 minutes left in the show here, but no, I guess it's act we actually have 17, 17 minutes. This makes 17 minutes for great radio. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Fawn. I know. Hang on. Tell me about your experience at the picnic yesterday. We went to a picnic the family did yesterday. Andy and his family couldn't make it, but uh, we went to the picnic. So, what'd you think? Good, cheesy. Good cheesy. And, good and cheesy. Good and cheesy. Oh, and say, do you think that's funny? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Did you find it cheesy? No. Okay, you didn't find it cheesy, because I did know the reason I asked you that. You know why I asked you that question? There was five pandas. Five pandas. pandas at the at the picnic? Yeah. Where were the pandas? That. Where did they keep the pandas? Okay, they're you, invisible. We're going to give you your first oh. radio lesson. Do, All right. Do this. Put your hand like that. Mm -hmm. Put that on the microphone and your mouth here. Put your mouth on your thumb. And that's how far away from the mic. Not suck your thumb. <laughs> yep. Hill. There. Right there. That's where you need to be when you're talking to a microphone. Mic okay. Technique. You don't want to be too close. You don't want to be too close. It doesn't sound good then. Because okay. our song is muffling. Oh, Bay. Oh, Schnee. Oh, Jay. You're right. This does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone, listen. Bop Bop has questions. He's going to interview you. I do have you. questions. What I wanted... is your question? Okay. My first question for you is, what was your favorite thing you ate last night at the picnic? Heads. Mm. 
Heads? Heads of what? Okay. Heads of lettuce? Lettuce. <laughs> oh, heads of lettuce. What did okay. you have? You had a turkey sandwich. You had a cookie. You had fruit. You had chips and nuts. Sounds like a picnic, all right. No. And lemonade. And lemonade. And a water. You love lemonade. So. What was your favorite of those things? Uh, Fun? Chips. Chips? Chips were your favorite? I love There's a chip. Shock. Yes. Gotta chips love a chip. my favorite. Ethan likes chips, too. I love chips. Okay, I, so what? I ate a bunch of chips while reading last night after I put you to bed, Sage. How could you, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> How really could nice. you eat my chips? Can we what? Sage has a secret, he wants to, secret. Why do you want to switch headphones? He wants I to need use his special... She needs it for the microphone. Yeah, I need it for the microphone. You can wear Mom's. She's not here, so. But you wouldn't have the computer. Are they too loud? I can turn them down. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you can turn them down. That's fine. I'm sure they're all too loud. Oh, well, okay, oh no, okay. no, you nope. can't move we gotta that. Leave that. You gotta there. leave that where it is. Yep. I keep mine nice and low. I don't want the hearing damage. This is, my, this is my life now. We, we have Catherine and me, then we got the kids, then we got the grandkids, and every generation acts like a bunch of nut jobs. Mm-hmm. What do you think? My screen just did something very wild. Like what? Uh-oh. Full screen mode. I didn't even know it could oh, do that. Oh, you double-clicked it. Yikes. How did you do that? I don't know. Let's see. Computer magic. I have to. Oh, okay, so you guys aren't going to answer the question, what was your favorite thing you ate at the picnic? She said chips. Oh, yeah, that's right. She, that's right. She Sage, said chips. I forgot. Did you like anything at the chips. picnic yesterday? He's just going to be weird. Mm-hmm. He's trying to think of... No. There you go. God. He had a great time. Only the chips and spaghetti. And you didn't and have spaghetti. Meatballs. Meatballs and oh. sauce. Okay. <laughs> so, Fawn, I have another question for you. Um, diapers. You ready, Fawn? Yes. What time last night did Sage stop Crying? Crying? He left the, he was, you were crying up a storm for about an hour there at the picnic. It wasn't an hour. Well, it was well, like 58 the last minutes. five minutes he was crying because he didn't want to leave. No, oh. 10 hundred hours and 1,500 minutes. Yeah, he was oh, not oh, he happy didn't want to leave? He did not want to leave. He said he wanted to wait in the parking lot until everyone was gone. I have two microphones. You're going to be there for a while. Why? I, he I just have... didn't want, he, say, he said the same thing at when they did the campout thing there too, off? he was like, "I don't want to leave." Don't he it. loves being a golden belly. I have belly, two microphones. You do. Yep, we saw that. Yep. Double microphones. No, you just okay. all you do is this. So one other question I have. What, so Fawn, what? what's the most what? uh, pressing yeah. political uh, <laughs> item on the menu for okay, today? I'm do you even know what political means? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> no, no, I, I do not. And you don't want to know, by the way. You don't diapers. Know it means diapers, yes. Yeah, yes. How did you know? Political diapers. party diapers. Well, it is full of that, so you're right about that. There you go. But in any case, okay, so you go back to school. You look at, now, Fawny, you're going to be in first grade? Second. Second. God, second already? Yeah. Say yeah, you're going to be second. in kindergarten? Yes, Diapers. No, you're going to go full day kindergarten, though, not half day. Yes, chess. Is that because your mom wants to get ready for the whole day? Yes. <laughs> no, it is not. I am he actually goes, yes. having an existential crisis. Yes, Are you we heard. Oh, I want to hear about it. Oh, my What's God. It's terrible, and I hate it, and well, I don't want them to be gone. Hey, guys, look at this. 
Oh, you made a thing. What are you whispering about now? Why do you want to switch seats? I can hear you say... We got about one minute to go here, I think, Andy. What do you think? Cut <laughs> it early, maybe? Yeah, probably not a bad idea. <laughs> are people saying anything about how it's so terrible and please get it's these kids terrible. off? Trevor That's says it's hilarious. So Who says it's hilarious? Trevor did. <laughs> Trevor likes it. <laughs> Trevor likes it. I think it's the children. Well, listen to the children talking to the microphone. It is interesting. Okay, so Sage... What's the most pressing issue of your day? What's the most important thing for you today? Chickens. Chickens? Okay, well, chicken. Hot makes... dog and bologna. Hot chicken. dog and bologna chicken. Chicken macaroni. <laughs> Chilling with a homie. Chilling with a homie? Did you just say chilling with a homie? No, you have to hear the. It's oh, all my God. The family is ruined. It's the chicken wing song. Yep. It's this. Okay, ready? Okay, we're ready. Here we go. Here we go. She's going to okay. play it. Well, listen to that bass line. Mm. Oh. Yep. Heard so this a few times, have they? <laughs> Just a few. Just where, where did you first hear that song? Uh, where did you? I, oh, it was actually a song on. I feel like Instagram. Yeah. So who is it? Well, the I've heard a version where it's like it sounds like a guy singing. It's not all high pitched like that. So I don't know if that's the original version or what. God. You know, one of the great things about this is it's a directed. Uh, indication to me it's of because we're here. Dude, will you ever be happy? Yeah. No. No and no. <laughs> no and no. That's here, exactly right. Smaller. Okay. It'll be just fine. No, this is what, one thing I do yeah. like about this is that people that ask me, is it? Here. They ask me this all the time. Is it uh, true that you? That's gooder. Okay. That's gooder. That's gooder. I'm right here. Anyway. I you do. <laughs> so you don't. Yes, I, I, I know do. everything about fun. She is very rude to me sometimes. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Fine, I'm a king. You're just nuts. No, I. <laughs> you're what? nuts, really. Yeah, chicken. Say, say that I'm nuts again. Uh-oh. You're just, you're just, no. You're just nuts. I'm a nut. This is my nut dance. I'm a nut. <laughs> <laughs> is this how your house is every day? All day, every All day. All day, every day. This is how it goes. We have a phone no, no, call. We have a phone call. Okay, guys, somebody wants to talk to you. There's a phone call. Can yep. Fawn hear? I uh, should be able to, yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay. Well, there you go. Hello. 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 Hey, Tom, Hi. I think you better watch out. I think you got some stiff competition there coming up. I'm telling you, they're a lot better than I am on the microphone. There's no question. Fawn, say hello. Hi. Sage, say hi, hello. Hi, Fawn. Hi, Sage. Sage, did you hear him? Somebody said hi to you. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. So you guys, are you guys going to replace Pop-Pop? You have to stop touching them. Yeah, they want to know. He has to ask you guys a question. You guys got to pay attention. He asked yeah. you a question. 
Are you going to replace Bop Bop? Or are you going to take over Bop Bop's job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, really? You're wow. going to drop out of school and become a radio personality? Yes. <laughs> Family business. Three, two generations. Three oh, generations. Three Mom. generations of it. Oh, there you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is one. So what do you got planned for your day, sir? Well, I'm just out here working, delivering my uh, some furnaces and air conditioners. Air conditioners in September almost? I don't know, it was just 100 degrees yeah. last week. That's true. It was. It's going to be 90 in this weekend again. Yeah, they're talking about heat again, so. So how long have you been yeah. in that business? I've been delivering for 38 years, God. but only for Lennox for uh, 10. So you, you, you took over uh, delivering, and I took over the KQ Morning Show the same year. Yep. God, that's amazing. Looking all the way back, isn't that unbelievable? You look back and you go, really? That time flew by that quickly? Oh, mm -hmm. it just flies by. It does but indeed. Like, and I, I've been a big-time listener of you and your family now, and I've been listening to you from the beginning, so everyone can take you. and just never got the chance to listen to you when you were on The Catman and WDGY. Oh, that was God. a while ago. Yeah, that might have been, uh, what was that, 1975, I think? Yeah, almost yeah. 50 years. Almost 50 years ago. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, keep listening. I got we... a question. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Now, do you do a spot for a 95 GMO? Uh, yeah, he does. I do? He absolutely does. Yeah. I've heard it. You do and you don't know yeah. it? Yep. Because when, <laughs> when I go to Wisconsin, yep. it's like when I hear it, oh. 95 GMO. That is me. You're 95 right. That's GMO. My buddy, my buddy Mikey, who's a, he's a, he went back to being an engineer at KQRS. I've known Mike forever, and that's his oh. radio station. That's why, yes, I do, I do uh, a lot of his radio stations for him. He used to do a lot of that kind of business, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You know, it's like I remember listening to, you, I, listening to commercials and saying, wait, that's Tom Bernard. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. And then, of course, back in the press. Back before you got canceled. Uh, yeah, back before they lied about everything I did and got me canceled. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Aren't they sweet people? Oh, dear. oh just, no, just no. tremendous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just tremendous. Well, don't don't hesitate calling in again. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, I, I appreciate listening to you guys and, you know, the morning and But Brittany is a disaster. <laughs> Poor he means Brittany. that in a good way. Poor Brittany. And I hope I hope she heard that. <laughs> no, I'm sure she did. No question. And if she didn't, I'll tell her tomorrow. I'll tell her that you said oh, that good. tomorrow. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Brittany you, is not a disaster. Bye. What'd you say? Well, yeah. She said Brittany is not a disaster. Brittany's not a disaster. I know Brittany. You know Brittany yes, really. I well. know. Her. I know Brittany's talks. Mm hmm. Britney's talks. Britney's talks. She's uh, called her. She called her Bertney for a very Bertney. long time. Bertney. So do you want me to do Bertney my impression of, of Brittany uh, talking? Yeah. Okay, you ready? Oh, hi. You ready? <laughs> so, Tom, what do you think? There, that's Brittany talking. She's enthusiastic. She, oh. She can project. Let me put it that way. She's good at projecting. Yeah. Neil yes, says she he is. thinks the show is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil. Neil. Thank and you. John says it reminds him of hearing two other kids on the air. I wonder if it's Andy and Alex. Who could it be? Who could it be? My mom is not a kid. She was 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Is she an oldster now? I was four years old one time. At some point. Yeah, and five, baby. 
Yeah. N5, N5 baby. N5 also. Yep. said N5, baby. Is yeah. that what N5, you N5, baby. When is, we were on the show, um, it was right, right after Austin Powers came out, right? It was yes. with uh, Yvonne, uh, Eugene and Yvonne. Oh, yeah. Yvonne. Whatever. That, that's their duo name. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So when was the, I thought Three, it was like 11 ish? Like 99? Probably. Let's see. When did Austin Powers come out? That was 99. So I would have been 12, yeah, and you would have been 10. Well, there you go. Still, uh, still got a few years to go, Fawn, before you're ten. Yep. You know. Only three. <clears throat> That's true. You know, Fawn and Sage. subtraction. What? This is four generations now because I had my mother, Grandma Toots, your great grandmother, was on my show several times. Toots. I started, oh, KQ, yeah. Huh. Tootsie if, rolls. Tootsie yes, roll, yeah. Rolls. My so, grandma Tootsie rolls. So you are the fourth generation of broadcasters in this family. What do you think of that? Yeah. But no, you know what I like about this? We only got two minutes left, hey, and I want to say, "Oh, never mind." Mm-hmm. <laughs> never mind. Can Can you copy me for a second? Can you copy me for a second? Apparently, she can. <laughs> two minutes. Oh, Lord. Chicken, chicken, hot dog, chicken. Chicken, chicken, hot dog, chicken. Okay, we might have to cut your mics. <laughs> yeah. Boy, Andy, look no, at the time. Okay, okay, you too. That's uh, enough of that. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, do you have any remarks to say yep. goodbye, before we, we say goodbye? Minute. What's the most important thing you learned in first grade? Chickens. Okay. You learned, chickens. You learned about Sage. chickens. Honestly, that sounds about right. What type of wisdom <laughs> can you can you tell the world? What's something that you think everyone should hear? Motorcycle can fall off a motorcycle. You have you have actually really important new things to say to people who ride motorcycles. Wear helmets, and if you and if you don't wear helmets, don't ride one. That's true. There you go, fun. She's they they, yeah, they, take, they take motorcycle safety very seriously. Whenever well, you, we drive by somebody without a helmet on on a motorcycle, they're like they're not. Wearing a helmet. And yeah. I'm like, get off that motorcycle! Throw it in the car, but cut it in half. Wow, that's a little extreme. Just uh, a little. Just, just, just right in half. Okay. All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. In three years, there's going to be flying cars. Okay. And flying everything, even flying houses and podcasts. <laughs> Thank you.